My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. And we are live, everyone, with the Art of Attraction. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Domini Drew. I am your host on this beautiful journey of self-awareness and uh, and self-compassion and the journey to self-love uh, through self-awareness and <clears throat> understanding our trauma and really reading the manual of being humans that we just didn't quite get early enough in life. So thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad you're here. I have a great episode lined up for you. There is a lot going on in the world right now, uh, namely the coronavirus, COVID-19, which is really starting to penetrate people's lives in a very real way. Uh, Some people on the planet, it's been penetrating their lives for quite some time. Here in the US, it's been more of a recent development uh, that we're able to actually see it and feel it uh, affecting lives. And so today I really want to talk about the art of overcoming fear. Um, there's a lot of uh, fear going around in the world and people's reactions to that can be quite different. Um, but this isn't really just about uh, a pandemic, although it certainly is uh, applicable here. It's really about uh, fear in any form, whether that's fear of hitting the next level of success in your life, um, fear of approaching you know, a woman that you're interested in, fear of facing yourself, right? A lot of people come to me and they want to work with me and they're like, oh yeah, I've got all these problems. And I go, okay, great. You know, Here's the process. And we start to work together and they sort of see, oh my gosh, I'm going to actually have to go inward and, and face my, my shit. And I'm like, yes, that is the way. So I will sit on one of those intro calls and I will say, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to help and I can help you to reach X, Y, and Z. And I do. And the way to do that is through, right? Not around. I can't, I don't know how to do it around. <laughs> I don't know if there are any hacks for that. Um, and so overcoming fear is a really uh, a powerful thing because fear tends to be the number one thing that holds us back right? And my specialty is in self-sabotage. It's in um, seeing the ways in which we're subconsciously holding ourselves back without even realizing it, right? Obviously, if you knew what your goal was and how to reach it, you know, even if you know those things, you will tend not to do it, right? You'll, you know, if you want to start a business, there's lots of information out there about how to start a business. If you want to approach a woman, there's lots of information out there about approaching women, but that's not what your problem is, right? That's, that's not the issue. If it were, you would have fixed it by now. And so the fact that, that you're still struggling indicates that there's something deeper going on underneath the surface. And that's what I want to talk with you about today. So 
fear is a really fascinating thing. You know, uh, in the world right now, there's a lot of anxiety. Um, businesses are having to close, which is causing business owners to be, you know, anxious. A lot of them probably won't reopen, um, depending on how long things go on. And, you know, we're facing a real dip in um, in the economy, maybe to the point of, of being a, a mild uh, depression. Uh, and, and, and we'll see, you know, economies are not my, that's not my, my strong suit um, or my area of expertise, but, you know, that's, that's sort of where it's, it's been looking so far. So we really have this powerful opportunity right now to, um, to look inward, honestly. Well, it's just an opportunity. We can do whatever we want with it, right? We can panic and run around with the chickens with our heads cut off. That's fine. Some people are doing that. Um, we can, you know, isolate and, and hoard you know, weird things like toilet paper. And, you know, that might be our response and that's, oh, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not great because it keeps resources from things like hospitals, uh, which need those resources. But, you know, on a cosmic scale, it's fine. However you want to respond to the, to the fear. Um, or you can face it directly, right? And you can really look at the effect that fear is having on your system and on your body. And when you do that, it moves it moves the fear from the subconscious where it's out of your control and you're reactive. You're just absolutely on autopilot. And that's where most people are most of the time. Um, And that's, that exists. You're not quite there, right? You're not quite present in the moment. Um, But if you face the fear, whatever it is, whatever discomfort it is, um, I'm having issues with my partner and I just don't want to think about it. I just don't want to think about it. You know, for a period, you may need a break and that's okay. But like to come to it and face it directly, it then shifts from something that's kind of in the background that's that's irritating. So, so the way it kind of works is is the more things you refuse to deal with, they sort of exist in the in the outer regions of your awareness, and they're uncomfortable, right? And what we tend not to do is like turn and face it and be like, hmm, you know, Laura, I really need to have a conversation with you about this discomfort that I'm feeling. Most people don't do that. Highly recommend you do that. My life started changing a lot when I started doing that. Um, But most people, they don't. They just have this sort of area of discomfort and it happens whenever they're around Laura. And so what they'll tend to do is move away from the discomfort. They'll sort of just kind of avoid it. You know, okay, well, this keeps happening over here to my my right. And so I'm just going to turn a little bit more to the left. And so what it does, of course, is it stays there or it gets bigger. And so then when you turn, you know, if you never turn and look at it, your world ends up getting smaller and smaller, actually, because there are areas where you're uncomfortable going and so you don't go. Does that make sense? So there are these sort of regions of your life. Oh, I don't want to go into my emotional stuff. You know, that's, 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 that's uncomfortable you know, or you don't even, you won't even say that, right? You'll just be like, "Mm, oh, look over here. That looks great. Right. And so you're, you're refusing to face something and usually it's not even conscious, right? Bria's resonating. I can feel you girl. (laughs) And so if you don't look at it, it just stays. And then more and more things build up that you refuse to look at. And it's like when you don't clean your house for a really long time and you're, um, you know, the, the, the 
the, the kind of icky feeling that your place starts to get, right? Um, it's like there's things, oh, I don't really want to touch that because it's kind of sticky. And so I'm going to leave it there because I don't really want to clean it. And then and then that thing's sticky. And so now you can't go over there. And so now you go over, but the floor is really dirty. And if I look at it, I'm like, oh, so I don't want to go over there either. And your whole place starts to feel kind of like it's closing in. What's actually happening on an energetic level is that the uh, energy gathers in corners or lower vibration energy will kind of gather in corners and it makes, like, I can feel it. So I have, I keep my house really clean. Um, not like, you know, weirdly clean, but it does ever, never gets very dirty because it bothers me. I can feel it in my, in my field. And it's like, ugh, I can't, I can't focus. I can't be big and bright and spacious, which is how I want to be. God damn it. Um, if, if stuff's sort of like closing in on me. Right. And so my inner reality is the same way. Um, I need to, like, if something's bothering me now, I can't just push it away. Well, I was never really a, a pusher away or that's a different defense. Mine was more like grabbing on something and obsessing over it. <laughs> Anxiety, insecurity, self-doubt. Those were all my things. Um, but denial was never my thing because it, for me, it didn't work, you know? Um, and so, and so it's the same thing. So if there's something going on with me and my partner, for example, right? Um, I can't ignore it for very long. I can usually go about a day. I think one time recently I went two days. That was like really impressive for me. After that, I have to address it immediately. Like he just, he never needs to worry that there's anything wrong because I will tell him immediately when I'm uncomfortable about something because I can't keep it in because it, it clogs me up. It feels uncomfortable. And so when you have this relationship with discomfort, like discomfort kids is something like settle in, just settle in. It's going to happen. Okay. It's not just going to happen because, um, you know, shit's going to go down. It's like, that's just part of life, right? You're not always going to be comfortable. Take a deep breath on that. (sighs) Yeah, that is the reality. Okay. And so to treat your life as if it needs to, as if the uncomfortable parts just get sort of like, you know, shoved off somehow will just create this, um, this uh, closing in of your life. And then your, your health will start to get affected because your body's not elastic and free and open and expressive. It's instead um, getting smaller and smaller because of fear, right? So Bria says, yes, that's um, I'm on Facebook live, by the way. Sorry, I didn't uh, introduce it for the podcasters, but I, uh, broadcast every Wednesday on uh, Facebook and I'm on Facebook Live here. So Bria's commenting, thank you, girl. She said, that's mine, obsessing as well. Uh, I wind up attracting the opposite in others, which is super interesting. Many of my partners had some level of denial and avoidance. That is very interesting, Bria. Um, I actually can't tolerate d- denial in a partner. I, it's something I just can't even uh, handle <laughs> because to me, it just doesn't work. It's like you're pushing something away that you know it's there because you're pushing it away. Um, And I can't, you know, it drives me crazy. I mean, I start doing this. It's like, oh my God, I can't, I can't handle it Um, because I just see it not being dealt with. Now there is a level of uh, confidence of um, uh, not just confidence, but courage, right? To go, to move into fear, to move toward um, something like that. Yeah, Bria, except, you're, yeah, so that's, what, <laughs> she says she can't, she can't tolerate it either. I'm telling you, it's, it's absolutely, uh, it, I, I just, mm, 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 can't deal with it. I even have a, a, a friend of mine who's, who, who, that's her, that's her preference of, and I 
you know, if you're friends with me, there's not a lot of denial that's going to go on because I will just point shit out, right? So I'll be like, like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. I'm like, really? I think it's because you're, this dynamic is happening. And she's like, she's like, I know, I just don't want to admit it right now, okay? And she will just say it. <laughs> so it's not quite denial because I guess you don't really get away with that when you're my friend, unfortunately. <laughs> I can't fix all the things, but like, you know, I tend to point out what I see. Uh, and I tend to see a fair amount. That's why I do what I do, right? I sit with a client and they talk about their life and I go, oh, so X, da, 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 and they go, oh my God, I've never seen that before. Um, and that's my, you know, that's my my strength, right? That's great. <laughs> but it does not go well with denial. So I, that's not a good I, a partnership for me. I can't even, I can't be in relationships with those type of people. And this is how it works, right? You find someone who your defenses work with, who your core qualities work with, and your your defenses basically match up, right? Uh, I'm a caretaker. So I've always attracted, um, for most of my life up until the last few years, um, men who couldn't really do shit on their own. <laughs> that was my pattern. And that was absolutely what I wanted, right? That felt much more comfortable to me. Um, I dated guys who didn't really have jobs. I've, I've never dated any guy that had any money. Um, one time for a few weeks, I think. <clears throat> um, so they, they don't they don't have like, you know, they don't have careers. They're not going places in life. Like that's just not what was attractive to me. But I am someone who's, you know, you know a career. I didn't have a career when I was quite young, um, but I'm definitely sort of more of a, a go-getter type. And so I, I think maybe I didn't really need that in a partner. You know, what I needed was someone who was safe, someone who would stay, uh, someone who could ground me when I couldn't. Um, and that was really essential. And that, mel- that meant more to me than a guy who, you know, was financially secure or, um, or really had his shit together because they, they didn't for the most part. Um, but, but that's okay. You know, I got what I needed. What I needed was someone safe. And I was comfortable being the teacher. So I went into that role. Of course, that's misplaced, right? I can't be the teacher in, I can, but not happily, um, uh, in the relationship. But I can, um, but I, I liked that dynamic. So now I'm teaching professionally, right? I have a coaching program where I can actually like help people um, in a more appropriate way. And... um and and that's that's then taken that dynamic out of the relationship. So since I've I've I stopped teaching, since I stopped um, seeking students, that's when I you know I began to date men who kind of had their shit together, right? Adults. Um, and so there are always sort of these dynamics going on in relationships. And so the the fear piece, you know, whether it's your your response is denial or not, fear is something that is really quite. Uh, pervasive right now, right? People don't know there's a virus going around. We can't see it. There's not necessarily any symptoms. Um, a lot of people are carrying it and have no idea they're carrying it. Um, it's It lives on surfaces. It's mutating. There's a lot of things that, you know, sound like the beginning of a sci-fi movie. Um, and, you know, what's important to know, even felt the fear level <laughs> rise just as I was saying that. So just take a deep breath, bring your awareness back to your feet. Let yourself sink down into your body. I've also been doing guided meditations on Insight Timer, which is a meditation app, the world's largest meditation app. Um, If you uh, are interested in looking that up, look up my name, Dominique Drew, on Insight Timer, and they're guided meditations. I've been doing a lot of them around fear lately and um, 
how you can actually just like settle in and breathe and come into your body. And there's body scans and breathing exercises and like ways you can reduce stress and ways you can fall asleep and, and uh, ways you can combat depression and anxiety and things like that. And so all of that is in there if you need some help. So, so dropping into your body, wiggling your toes and remember where your focus goes, your energy goes. Okay, so just bring your awareness, bring your, your focus to your feet, to your legs, to your hips, right? In those places, in the deeper parts of our being, this is where we reconnect to ourselves. And the first thing to know about fear is that it disconnects you from yourself, okay? You go into fight or flight mode and you're focused outside and you're like, okay, what's going to hurt me, Right? Keep breathing down into your hips. Letting yourself sink, letting yourself soften. Don't just do it mentally. Don't just do it conceptually, but really do it in your body. Really make it visceral. There you go. Feeling it really connecting down to your lower belly and your hips. That is really the source of your being in a way. There's a lot of richness in that part of your body. All the sexuality, creativity, passion, fire, and real depths. It's a very deep place. Good. And you'll feel a difference whether you're conceptualizing it, you won't feel entirely connected. But this is how you reconnect. I didn't actually mean to do this quite this way, but this has worked out beautifully. This is how you connect when you're in fear. Come inward and downward, okay? Fear makes you want to disconnect and go up, okay? Energetically, you like shoot upward and you, um, and I have a whole uh, episode about that, the leaving personality pattern, the leaving pattern of people who get, who are afraid of life, who get scared very easily, who don't feel that life is a safe place to be, that the world is safe. And so what you want to do when you get scared is to jump out of your body upward, okay? Or start mentally and rationally trying to um, fix whatever's happening or understand, right? If I understand it, I'll be safe. It's okay. Very natural human emotion. We're very smart. Smartness is our defense. We don't have claws. We don't have sharp teeth. Um, We don't have scales. We have nothing to protect us whatsoever except... very oversized brain. So that's how we do it, right? We try to understand something. Well, if I understand this creature, then I can avoid its defenses. I can avoid its, or I can avoid the threat, right? So so automatically we'll jump up into our head. The reason we go to our head, A, yes, it's it's, um, evolutionary. Also, when we think, we don't have to feel Okay. And this is not just when somebody's coming at us with a knife. All right. This is when your you your phone rings and you see it's your mom and you have a hard conversation you need to have with her and boom, you go up to your head, right? Um, your um, you know, your your friend starts talking about an uncomfortable situation, boom, you're up in your head. Um, you somebody seems like they're mad at you and you're someone who's really sensitive to that type of thing, boom, you're up in your head. Okay. So this happens at the slightest overwhelm, the slightest, um, the slightest fear, the slightest anything. 
we jump up to our heads. And so this, the nat, the sort of response is to go up and out. And we think that will make us safer, but actually it makes us feel less safe. The thing that makes us feel safe is coming down, is connecting with ground, grounding. Grounding makes you feel incredibly safe, stable, secure, resilient, um, confident, strong, connected. It's a solution to uh, distraction, anxiety, loneliness, uh, disconnection, feeling disconnected, lack of direction, uh, not being able to feel yourself. Um, It would help with depression, mostly anxiety, but a little bit with depression. Uh, lack of sense of self, self self-doubt, all of those things are uh, healed by a regular grounding uh, exercise, which I have, I should have on my Facebook page. I know I have it in my coaching groups, um, but I recorded a video of me doing grounding exercise. Going out and running around in the grass is great. Highly recommend that. Do that as much as you can um, and have a regular actual practice, an intentional practice where you're doing it and notice, like noticing your connection to the earth and really drawing that out, <clears throat> which is what I do in that exercise. So if you can't find that exercise on my Facebook page, don't hesitate to reach out and, uh, and ask me about it on my Facebook page and I'll go ahead and, and post it again or send it to you privately. So don't hesitate about that. So the, the fear, it, it, it creates a counterintuitive response. Okay, we want to go up and out, out of our bodies, into our head. Um, our head usually can't fix it because fear is um, more of a uh, an emotional response as opposed to the mental level. And we'll pick back up there in just a second. Got a call coming through. Hello, this is Dominic with the Art of Attraction. Whoops. Hi there, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Oh, yes. Hi, we'll do it that way. Okay. Hello. Uh, yes, this is uh, Aaron, Aaron calling. Uh, is this a good time to call? It's a great time to call. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just wanted to, um, ch- thought I'd check in. Um, I mean, a, a lot of what you've been talking about on this particular episode is something I've, you know, we've gone over many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I know right now I'm, um, I have kind of two things that I'm kind of trying to muster up the courage for. Um, one is this woman at work, um, who is a nice person, but at times tends to, um, say mean jokes. And, um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to kind of talk with her, just to kind of pull her aside. Um, the other thing is like these two girls that I've started hanging out with, I'm date I'm just kind of in the dating phase. Mm-hmm. And um I'm trying to determine how upfront I should be with them. because um, I'm a, I'm not sure if I'm I should kind of go with the flow or if I should be more like upfront about like, you know, uh, certain things that may be deal breakers for them. Um, so I'm not sure if either of those topics may apply to this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. 
So let's start with the ladies that you're, um, that you're seeing now. How long have you been seeing them? Um, there's two girls that I'm talking with right now, and we've only been on uh, two dates. Okay. Each. Okay. And how are your feelings about either developing? Uh, I, I guess the first thing um, that comes up, um, there's, there's guilt, but other things too. Um, that's probably one of the big feelings. Um, just because we discussed before, but I'm not sure how much I am attracted to them. Mm-hmm. So to either one. Waste their time. Mm-hmm. You don't know how much you're attracted, or are you not very attracted and you know and it's not very much? Um, I guess there's nothing screaming to me like that this is the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a good connection, but I'm not sure if it's really based on a steady foundation that makes sense, like a, of attraction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if, you know, early on, if I should kind of cut to the chase and kind of be upfront with them about how I feel and see what they say about their demand, so to speak, uh, or if I should just kind of go with the flow and see how things feel. So, so this is something that um, I think we need a little bit more information for. So rather than try to kind of reason it out, why don't you take a minute and bring your awareness to your breath and drop into your body a little bit and sit with just one woman first and really sit with her for a few minutes and then let me know what response your body is having, and then we'll switch to the other, okay? Okay. So go ahead and just bring your awareness to your breath. Just let yourself notice what it's doing. Try not to change it too much. Just notice how far down your body it's coming on its own. Yeah. Notice if it's flowing in evenly from the left side of your body to the right. Good. Notice if it's flowing in evenly from the front of your body to the back. Until you have a nice 3D image of your breath, the shape of your breath in this moment.
Good, you're doing a great job. So yourself slowly kind of trickling down. Yeah, you were up high. Can you feel that? And you had to come down to really feel. So tell me the two women's names. Uh, There's Kia and Mary. Kia and Mary. Okay, so I want you to picture Mary. just notice your body. Let me know what you notice as you do. Taking your time. My body feels some fear, um, from uncertainty, um, uh, I can feel frustration that's kind of coming from like mental, like I've made so much progress to be able to be at this kind of point where I can even make a decision. <laughs> that achievement all at the same time um, addressing that fear Mm -hmm. uh, it it feels like like stepping into a new arena Mm -hmm. of identity so I don't really have um, prior experience yeah not a lot of context here okay as you said, this is something you've worked towards pretty powerfully. So, so yes, there are more problems, but this one you've worked hard for. <clears throat> so, the fear, do you still feel that in your body? Yeah, I think it feels kind of like in my chest, like mm-hmm. a tightening, like... Um, Great. Just let it be there. Try not to push it away or deal with it or address it, but just allow it to be. Good. You feel the kind of gentling that happens when you just allow it? Mm-hmm. Like around the edges, just a little softening. 
And that's what's required to actually shift it, to actually address it. If you come at it like, okay, I'm going to fix this, then it, it tends to harden up, tends to defend itself a little bit. And this fear, if it had words, what would it say? Are uh, go away. Mm-hmm. Great. And now I'd like you to ask it why. Uh, says it feels nauseous. Hmm. Okay. Why don't you ask it, what would you like to say? See what its response is. What, what would I like to say to the Mm. <clears throat> to ask ask the fear in your chest what it would like to say to you. Feels um, feels like it's not standing on anything, like it's um, standing on something. Not falling, but kind of, I guess, floating. Like an instability? Yeah, it's kind of like like being on like a ship that's rocking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, great. And so now... I invite you to just let that go. Come back to the moment. Feel your body. Let it sort of go blank. Let your mind clear. Good. And now I'd like you to bring in Kia. And just notice your body. As soon as I let go of that, I feel more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Better space. Um, in my body, um, like my neck doesn't feel tight. My shoulders are kind of loose now. Is all of us giving you your answer about Mary? <laughs> Is that? I, I guess it's, it's 
funny because it's like a very concrete response, but um, I'm trying to be cautious about not interpreting, excuse me, interpreting it too much. Right. But this, this, it's okay. This is a pretty binary thing. If your muscles relax, it's like the episode we did last week about um, finding your, your inner light and following that, that inner binary guidance system. This is that. So if you bring her to mind and your body tenses up and you get fear in your chest, that's your body speaking. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. It should just like flow. It's not like anything that I have to, like it, I guess that light is like something that would just spring up. It would yes. be something I would have to evoke. Or- right. The whole point of the, of the what lights you up is that when you are lit up, it is effortless. In fact, you can't avoid it. It's like, I don't know if you've ever been just like wildly, passionately attracted to someone. You can't hide that shit, right? Like there's, like there's no way, it like spills out of you. I guess that brings me to the one thing that I've been kind of struggling with a little bit. It's like a, a pattern for me I've noticed. Um, there's, there's often times where I'll lose interest in someone that I am dating. Um, I think in this situation, it was more like that binary. I mean, like, like you said, um, I mean, I, I guess I had my, had my answer with, with regards to Mary, but just kind of in the past, um, that's tended to be a pattern. Mm-hmm. And how did you feel about them in the very beginning? Were you very excited about them in the beginning? Um, I guess, if I'm being perfectly honest, I guess I was like, holy crap, I have a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I have someone. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it's probably not the best material to work off of that's okay no judgment easy easy watch yourself there <laughs> right see see where you're starting to go let's 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 yeah. not go there because 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 you've done this with me long enough to know that there's a good reason why you you were getting into relationships with people you weren't that excited about right like whatever the pattern is don't judge it you know trust that that there's something underneath then we can look at what's underneath. It's almost like I felt like I had to because it's like, here's my opportunity. I might not, might not come another time, you know. And um, it might not come another time because because um, I might not find someone who likes me because. that I would be genuinely attracted to. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to find that person because what's true about you? What does this place think is true about you? Um, I'm not... Not worth. I'm not worthwhile. <laughs> yeah.
deeper. And feel the depth of that. It, I think it might be something I'll need to sit on because um, mm-hmm. it's like it. It makes sense, like, and my body is like, you know, responding to it, but it doesn't seem to be evoking the emotions that I was expecting it to. Mm. I guess that's maybe a should that I should, excuse me. Mm, trust the body. I want to just be careful. It's possible that you may not, that the, the words may be slightly off. I think you, you got the concept, but it could be, you know, you know how important those, those baseline words are because the decision that you made at whatever age you decided you weren't worth anything, those words are significant. So it may not be worthwhile. It may be I wasn't worth you know, I'm not worth wanting or nobody wants me or I'm not good enough or something that's underneath. You have the, the concept. We found the, the, the assumption, but the words may not be off, maybe off on um, those exact words because your body did respond, right? Yeah, I realized that um, I am operating still from that scarcity mentality, which I guess I didn't notice at first, but, um, yeah, it's true because, I mean, though I enjoy the connection that I have with them, it may feel intimate at some level. I don't feel that actual attraction, like, like, I, yeah, I wanted to delve into a relationship with them. Yeah. Um, which I guess, it kind of makes me sad. It's like, you know, I I feel like I've made so much progress and it's like these being honest with myself is difficult. (laughs) So here it is what we were just talking about earlier in the episode about facing that fear. And you just did that like a fucking champ because this shit is really scary. You know, you're facing something incredibly, incredibly deep that you just touched here. And you're heading it, you're doing it head on, which is one of the bravest things a person can do. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, yeah, I just really appreciate you, um, yeah, guiding it on that, that kind of thing. It's, uh, not easy, not easy to ma- navigate. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. And, and you just nailed that. I'm not sure that we've quite, you know, in my, my work with you, because of course you and I have worked together before. Um, I'm not sure we've, we've quite addressed this issue from this angle, um, but you can see how it feeds into the other work, right? The standing in your power. The first thing you brought up on the call today was that woman at work. And in our, right. uh, in our group, in our online su- support group, um, I've, 
you know, we, you know, you've, you've brought her up before and I've, and I've talked about really standing up for her. The, this is so beautiful. I'm so glad that you, you called in with this question, Erin, because, um, you know, it looks like it's about the women you choose or the women that are available or there's something wrong with you because you have commitment issues and you drop out or like there's so many ways if we come at it from the head, that's why the first thing I had to do, you do is just drop down to the body because I could tell there was no more information here. Um, yeah. Uh, up here. <clears throat> yeah. And so I was like, well, there's no point addressing it from that and let's just see what's actually real. And on the deeper levels, we can see it's like, well, you break up with them because you're not that interested. Um, that's a great reason to break up with someone actually. So if we were to come at it like, a, oh, there's something wrong with you for breaking up, then you see how it's the wrong problem, right? Um, and so we have to go, if we, if we prune the branches from the top, it, it's, you know, it, it kills it. But if we go down underneath, actually the, a plant metaphor doesn't really work there because if you go underneath, you kind of kill it too. But um, <laughs> we have to go sort of really down to the, to the core of the, of the issue. And then we can see the shape of it from the bottom up. Um, so it's a matter of, of your self-worth and what you've been making incredible leaps with lately is seeing your own worth, feeling your own value, self-love. And from that place comes a, I will absolutely stand up for myself. Excuse me, ma'am, please don't speak to me that way in the workplace. It's inappropriate and I don't appreciate it. Thank you. Right? Or pulling her aside and being like, look, girl, you and I need to work together. This kind of behavior is inappropriate. It hurts my feelings. It's unkind and it's not appropriate in the workplace. I'd really appreciate it if you could adjust your attitude, right? Or, 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 or whatever. Um, but, but, but the, the, the work that you're, that you're doing, these are all the same issue. It's a matter of prioritizing yourself. Yes, I could date this woman, but I'm not that excited. You know what? I'm going to find someone I'm more excited about, right? Whereas the, what you call a scarcity mentality? I'm not quite sure it would quite qualify as a scarcity mentality. I have to think more on that. Um, but regardless of what you're referring to of the like, oh, I'm so glad I could, maybe it is. Um, I'm so glad I just, I just got one, right? Somebody likes me. Oh my God, I'm so glad somebody likes me because really in the background, I'm not worthwhile. I'm so sure that nobody wants me that when someone does, I'm over the moon and I'll take it, whoever it is right? If that's the underlying belief, that behavior makes a lot of sense. It's interesting, like you said, how the body will just, it, it wants to talk to you. It's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, every goddamn answer. I don't know the answer to your problem. I mean, it's extraordinary. It is right there. You, we, we slowed down. We did some silly breathing exercise, which we replaced with any, replaced with any other silly breathing exercise come down your body and all of a sudden, oh, what do you think about Mary? Oh my God, there's fear in the chest. There's tension. There's, my neck is all tense. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, okay. All right, I'm sure she's lovely, but she may not be the one. <laughs> I mean, right though? And all you did, all you did was come out of your head and connect with your body. You came out of the fear. Oh, Aaron, I love this. The synchronicity of this is so fucking good. You came in, you nailed the topic of the show. <laughs> you came in, there was fear when you first got on, right? You were up in your head and you were talking, probably just you know, nervousness coming in the show. It's no big deal. But then when you slowed down and you came down into your body, all of this information, all of these solutions are, you know, we're, we're here. Not a solution, but the, you know, the, the right answer, right? The clarity. 
Yeah, I, I can definitely feel that, like you were saying, where like I, my mind had already been through it so many times that there was really nothing left. Is like, you know, it was just juggling the same information. And uh, I, like, I've found in the past too, like a really useful way to make a decision. In a lot of circumstances, is um, you know, if you don't know which to choose, you make make a decision and see how that feels. Yes, girl. And if you're like, if you're like, no, like, if it's like a hell no or a hell yes, like, you know, it doesn't matter which one you choose, then that's your answer. Like, yeah, it might not be like what you wanted to hear, but it's your answer. Absolutely. And chances are, it's what you genuinely want to hear, but your head might have some other story about it. Right, because that's that is your body yep. talking to you. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, it's like that. Your mind might have a narrative that it wants to line up with that doesn't match what your body really needs. That's it. And your body is connected to the authentic you. That's why. That's why it's it's more. We prioritize it more than than the mental. The mental is the should. You're protecting Mary and Kia. Oh, I don't want to tell. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to hurt their feelings or they're going to be angry or they're going to da 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 None of that is your responsibility. It's your responsibility to act with integrity, to communicate your intentions when you have them, and to leave them their responses. If one of them thinks you going on two dates with someone else is ridiculous and that was totally inappropriate, that is her right to be upset about. It doesn't mean that it is. I think two dates is well within reasonability. <laughs> If you've gone out with them like 20 times, okay, you know, and then it's probably time to say something. But you're you're so far ahead of that because your defenses go the other way. So the the practice for you now is is strengthening that strength of uh, that sense of self, okay, of self-worth. You're already doing that um, a really powerful gratitude practice every day and sitting and like receiving appreciation, receiving yourself, sitting with yourself, which has done just wonders for you. I mean, your whole, your, your vocal structure has changed. The way you speak uh, has changed just in the last week. And I guess it's like you're talking about tells and like being able to see when I'm in my, my mind. It's like I have the most obvious tell. It's like, when I start going into that like squeaky high voice, <laughs> I never even realized until like just now. But like, it's like when I'm talking like you know a little kid, basically like that's when I'm using my head, mm. you know. So yeah, because it's usually out of fear. So you're frightened. So you got small. It, more magic. The age that you were when this wounding happened is probably the age at which your voice goes when you go into that place, because you literally move into the place that was traumatized at blank age. Um, and, and so you, you get transported there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I, I really appreciate you helping me dive down. It's, um, yeah, it's a scary place to go, but you know, it, it gives me the resources that I need. Yeah. You are, getting very, very good at it. And sometimes it's scary, but the more you hold that space, when you go down there and just witnessing, it's only scary if you're like, oh man, there's fear in my chest. There shouldn't be fear, right? Your first word when you saw that was something about addressing the fear. And I was like, "Mm -mm, we're not addressing anything. You're just watching. If there's something you need to do to address it and you're like, shit, I don't know how to address fear. How could you know how to address fear? We haven't, you know, that's not something that you're 
you know, it's on a, maybe a skill set that you have yet. So it's only if you're expecting, and in here, this is your pattern, right? Expecting yourself to do something or say something like, oh, I need to, you know, used to be, I need to fill the silence or I need to explain more or I need to, you know, that sort of jumping. That's what your system does when it's frightened, right? Kind of jumps a little bit. And so in that, so if you look at, at the, what, the situation we had here through that lens, you can see that there's a place in you where you're like, oh, I need to do something about the fear. Well, if you didn't have to do anything about the fear, if you could just sit here and be like, oh, there's fear, that's interesting. Then it wouldn't be that scary to drop into your body because there's nothing that you should do, nothing you need to do. Yeah, that's something I'll need to meditate on. That's, but that's, I, I, I know we've discussed that before. It's, mm. it's like, uh, yeah, uh, that's one thing I always have a hard time doing, or tend to, is uh, not doing. So. Is not doing, exactly. Is just allowing it to be there. Oh, how interesting, that's there. That's what the, the act of diving into the body is about. You go in and you observe. You're strengthening your witness, nothing else. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's like the fear is okay. Yeah. It's the fact that you think you shouldn't have fear. That's what gets you riled up. Mm-hmm. You're like, I should be stronger or I should be this. It's like if you allow yourself to feel it, Yeah. that's what you know helps you through it, I guess. Yeah. And so you shifted from fear to shoulds. The shoulds are what feel like shit. The fear, I mean, it's, it's uncomfortable, but it's not that big of a deal. The shoulds are going to make you panic because you're like, oh God, I, there's fear. I got to get rid of the fear. Well, how the fuck do you, get, do, you know, do you do that? Can you show me? Like, how does that, <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> and then the panic sets in. And you can't, can't tolerate yourself. Ah, beautiful. Yeah. Yes. The act of feeling as though something needs to be addressed or fixed within is actually a sign that you are unable or unwilling to some extent to tolerate yourself. And the act of dropping into one's body and sitting with what is in full awareness without action, just being with what is, is the art of tolerating yourself. All the parts of yourself. Yeah. That uh, integration. Yeah. You feel that? <laughs> Good. That was beautifully said. That's very accurate what you said there. Yes. Well, uh, well again, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time today. Um, all the best for your week, hopefully. Everyone's doing okay out there with the, the virus and everything like that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling in, Aaron. That was really valuable. I really appreciate your input. Thank you for, for showing up. Anytime. Mm. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.
I love that. That was such a fantastic example of what we were talking about. And that always happens. Hi, Martin on Facebook Live. Good to see you. Hi, Rory. Hi, PJ. Hi, Rich. Good to see you guys. Um, so this is just, uh, that was just absolutely beautiful. And this happens, of course, every time uh, somebody uh, somebody calls in, there's a there's a, a way in which whatever I was discussing tends to be just embodied within the conversation. And that's exactly what happened there. So he's calling in about um, somebody at work and a situation with uh, women. But what we actually saw there is he came in uh, in a little bit of a state of fear. Could you guys hear that? His voice is a little higher. It's a little, there's like a tinniness to the voice when somebody's in their heads. Um, and they tend to just be, they're sort of on the mental realm and the mental realm is a certain realm, but it is not the deepest realm of you by a long shot. Um, and it is limited in what it can do. It's also very, you know, useful other times. If you want to build a rocket or do a math problem, then, you know, your emotional level is not going to be a great help for you. So it's certainly obviously useful. It's great. It has its place. Um, in this realm, you get to, you, you did get, tend to get told to stay out of it a whole lot because what, the, the mind is such a common defense, right? We use our mental realm um, to avoid feelings, which is what I was just saying, as, um, as Aaron called. And, uh, and it's, it's more comfortable there, right? It's more, um, it, it cuts off the feeling, right? The first thing you do when you get scared is you cut off your breathing. Breathing connects you to your body. You cut off your breathing because you're feeling the feelings in your body and you don't want to feel them because they're uncomfortable. So up to the brain you go to try and reason it out or fix it, or I'm just going to figure this out. Why don't you, instead of figuring things out, just let yourself sit in it and feel the feelings. And just doing that makes the shift that Aaron just demonstrated for us so beautifully. The, the shift of sinking down into your body and experiencing the problem. That may seem like a silly thing to do with a problem. How's that going to fix it? Every single time that fixes it partially because figuring it out is usually a defense to try to avoid some aspect of the problem, discomfort or, or other. Um, when you're trying to avoid, it can't move. The problem can't shift itself. Um, as soon as he went into allowing and relaxing, letting the fear be, be there, there was a shift, right? He came into his body more. Suddenly he saw, he could see the answer to the, to the problem. So when you come into their body, it's not like you have a, um, you have problem A in your head and you go down to your body and you find uh, the solution for problem A. It's not quite like that. It's you have a problem A in your mind, you go down into your body and problem A doesn't exist anymore because the whole thing has shifted. The whole template is different, right? If you allow the fear to be there rather than try to fix it or figure it out or make it go away, it shifts on its own and you don't have the same problem anymore because you've given it room to be there. That requires acceptance, which is what um, Aaron just modeled so beautifully. So he saw the answer to his own question just by virtue of dropping into his body and observing without judgment what was there, right? While he was trying to, quote, address the fear, he was, there was a, oh, that needs to be addressed, right? I got to fix you. I got to make you go away, right? Well, when you push against something energetically, you know, there's a, there's a, a push back if it's in, in this type of, in this type of, of, um, issue, right? Um, it, a, a thing tenses when you try to push against it. it. It defends itself, right? If you sit and accept, huh, that's interesting. There's fear there. Look at that. Then all of a sudden he could see, oh, wait a minute. I just brought Mary to mind. Suddenly I have fear in my chest. I've, I've pain in my, uh, you know, tension in my neck. I'm, I'm stressed. I'm in my head. It's like, oh my gosh, all of these things happened. And, you know, 
And it's like, oh, 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 that's, that's actually pretty clear now that I think about it, right? I just read back the things that he'd said and he went, oh, geez. Well, okay, well, that, that actually does, it does seem pretty clear. And then as usual, there's a brilliant reason for it, right? If the underlying belief is I'm not good enough or there's something wrong with me or nobody's going to want me, then it makes sense that if somebody shows interest in you, you'll go for them, whether you're in love with them or not. Everything that you do makes perfect sense when you understand the underlying problem. When you don't understand the underlying problem, it looks like it's all, um, you know, it looks like it's all sort of jumbled or it makes no sense or it's illogical. Oh, I don't know why I'm doing this. There's something wrong with me. That's why I don't have, um, you know, I leave my girlfriends after a period of time. It's like, maybe, but let's look a little bit deeper. And when you go deeper, you find the source. I don't think I'm good enough. Oh, okay. So if that's something I believe, then do, 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 and everything else makes sense. This is when people in the spiritual world talk about the um, wisdom of the body, right? The greater, the sort of larger self, the, the you outside of your, your mental realm. This is what they're talking about, okay? In, that, in, the, in the body, there is a, a, a deeper knowing. The answer is just sit right there. I just show people how to access them. Uh, and Aaron just said here on Facebook Live, he said, yes, the template shifts instead of there being an actual obstacle. So it's not that, that you find the solution to problem A that is in your head, in your body, but rather that there's no more obstacle. It just goes away. It's wild. <laughs> so... Um, my name is Dominique Drew. Thank you so much for joining me. That was a great call. Aaron, I'm so appreciative of you, to you for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Um, beautiful example. Thank you for being so real and authentic with us here. Um, so my name is Dominique. If any of this has resonated with you, if you struggle with fear, whether it's related to dating or not, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at my website, dominiedrew.com. Um, I have uh, coaches. I work, I, I, I have, I don't have coaches with me. I, I have coaching programs is where I was going with that. Uh, I work with men and women. I have group and individual um, formats in which I coach with people. I have a lot of testimonials that are just extraordinary that um, you can look up on my uh, webpage or on my Facebook page uh, and on my website. And there's a lot more I think that are not even on the website yet. And so please don't hesitate to reach out. Even if you're unsure about working with me or working together, I have a free 30-minute call that we can go through. Um, go ahead and reach out. It's, it's, it's free. It's no obligation. And you can, we can chat about whether or not working with me is a good fit for you. So don't hesitate to reach out, dominiedrew.com, or you can reach me at email at hello at dominiedrew.com. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks again to Aaron, and I'll see everyone next week. Take care, guys. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Dominique Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.